Now, a student from All Saints College in Perth has lashed out at the federal government's $900 stimulus payment, likening the Prime Minister to a drunken parent. Sonia Aracle has written to Kevin Rudd, asking why the children of Australia were not asked about the cash handouts, given they'll be facing the debt long term. Well, we've got Sonia on the line. Very good morning to you, Sonia. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, James. Thank you for having me on the programme. I know you're out of school, out of class for a second. Obviously, uh, this is a, a, a very important subject for you, that you feel that you could be carrying the burden for years to come. Is that right? Yes, that's right. And in fact, just yesterday on the news, Peter Costello was saying that this um, economic, the burden of the economic stimulus package may never be repaid. So it's a very real threat to our futures. So what did you say to the Prime Minister? Well, I basically asked him, why is it that though the economic stimulus package has been passed by the House of Representatives and the Senate, why hasn't anybody asked us whose ultimate responsibility the debts are going to be, whether it's okay? How would you have liked to have been asked? Sorry? How would you have liked to have been asked? How do you think the youth should have been consulted? Well, I think even if we weren't directly asked, the government should be asked making decisions in our best interest, which isn't happening now. Um, the whole point of having a government of Australia is that they act for the good of all the people, not just adults. Do you not understand that at the moment, though, there is a necessity to, to get things going? I mean, this might be the right method. It might not. We don't know yet, do we? Yes, that's the whole thing, that there's this uncertainty. And so we, the government has no choice, they say, but to do this, though it's important to realize there are other methods of doing so. I am not an economist nor an academic, so I can't comment on what an alternative method may be. But a whole point of being a capitalist um, market is that the government doesn't get involved. And artificially propping up our economy is only prolonging the pain that we could feel now. What did all your friends make of you sending this letter to the Prime Minister? Most of people of your age and uh, you know, you're, you're busy doing so many other things, whether it be sport or, you know, out with friends or, you know, being on the social networking sites, you're writing to the Prime Minister. Well, it's something that's very important to me and um, they, they, they're quite happy with it and they support me in what I have to say and I guess it applies to them as well. So I, they're quite interested as well, you know, when people call up on the holidays. So what have you been doing this holiday? <laughs> oh, I've been writing a letter to the Prime Minister, you know. <laughs> And what makes you think that, uh, that, that the youth can actually make a difference and they should have a voice that should be heard? What, what, you know, there's no background, there's no experience there, so you can understand why the Prime Minister said, well, look, we need to make these decisions. They're adult, grown-up decisions based on years of experience. That may be true, but I feel like it's my obligation, living in a modern democracy, to speak up for people who aren't being representative, represented in the government. And he may not listen, but... It's important through avenues like the media, the judiciary and the legislature, we can make a difference. And I do not believe that, you know, just because I'm a 17-year-old girl, the Prime Minister will not listen. Sure. Do you expect a response? Um, I would hope. I am hoping for one. What do you think he'll say? Well, I hope he'll explain his actions to us and give a reasoning. I do not know what he will say. And no one will know until he does respond. So I'm looking forward to that. I think a lot of people are just taking these handouts at the moment without thinking of the costs involved. Yes. Lots of the time, people live for the now and not for the future. So, you know, the $900 today may be the solution for a working family now. But 
you know, in next year and in many generations to come, other working families are going to have to pay this price. You likened uh, the Prime Minister to a drunken parent who spent the family inheritance and then you said to your children asking for their pocket money to cure the hangover. Yes. Our forefathers of this country left solid foundations for the benefit of not only Kevin Rudd's generation and the adults today, but for me and my younger brother and all the children at my school. From pre-primary, I've been taught that the right to a fair go is an important part of being an Australian. And how fair is it? How fair is the economic stimulus package? The adults are making decisions that are going to basically burden us tomorrow. And you think these uh, adult decisions are incredibly selfish? They are very much so. Um, It's living for the moment. You see, in the future, we are going to be living in an Australia that competes against China and India. And with this package, we'll be left handicapped. Their children will be free to run and make their own path into the future. But we're going to have to be weighed down by the loan placed upon us by the previous generation. Um, I'm very interested to hear your thoughts if you're listening. And you're, you're, you're hearing Sonia talking very eloquently as well on the subject. Is it spot on? I mean, we haven't necessarily thought about the costs in the long term. We, we take the, the handouts. We supposedly go and spend the handouts. But have we thought about the costs long term? one three hundred triple two seven twenty. 720 Sonia, what do you want to do when you leave school? Are you going to be an economist? Are you going to be involved in some sort of politics or anything like that? Oh, I'm not sure about that yet. I'm going to try to get through just the exams coming up, but um, it's, I'm not sure what not to do, really. I'd like to do lots of things, so we'll see how it goes. Well, it's very exciting, and it's uh, terrific that you've taken this stance. It'll be interesting to see what response you get from the Prime Minister. Do let us know if he drops you a line, won't you? I will. Thank uh, you. It'll be great to hear it. Thanks very much indeed. Thank you, Ms. Lush. Sonia Arakal uh, from All Saints College. And that letter that she's written to the Prime Minister, good on her for um, taking the stance. That's what she feels. And, of course, in an open country, in a free country like this, it's the sort of thing you can do. one three hundred triple two seven twenty. if you'd like to have your say on that. Peter, good morning. Yes, well, very eloquent lady, wasn't she, for her age? Terrific. I think what she's trying to say is that if you keep giving handouts to people who just go and spend it on things like plasma TVs and the pokies, there's not going to be anything for her generation to see as a result of the all the money being spent. I think it's exactly like what she's bridges, saying. railways, yeah. all sorts of roads, all sorts of stuff, infrastructure stuff, which employs people to build. But what I was going to ask Nick Brunin, actually, uh, except I couldn't get on in time, uh, do we know, and this could interest Sonia, how much interest rate are we playing on all this money we're borrowing to, to give these handouts? If they're talking about $200 billion, mm. What's the interest rate on that? I mean, nothing for nothing, James. Yes, well, this is the point. As I was saying, people are taking these checks and they're just thinking it's almost like, you know, you go up to the tree and you just pick a check off the tree. The money tree is in full bloom. But, I mean, what... do, do you think someone like Nick Brunin or anyone would know how much? What, what will the government pay interest on two hundred billion dollars? Because if it's anything like three percent, you know, that's six billion dollars yeah. a year before you even start paying off the capital. It's a good question. Unfortunately, Nick is gone. He hasn't got his calculator with him now. Anyway, oh, but um, well, no. anyway, perhaps you could do a bit of investigative journaling, James. Journalism, <laughs> you know. Sure. Yes. Thanks, Peter. Thanks very much for the call, James. Good morning. Oh, is that me? Yes, it is okay. you. Yes, okay. hello, James. Pretty good. I uh, just wanted to talk about the rebate because uh, I'm actually a person who receives it and so forth and I've experienced the use of it and, and I've got some idea of how the government is actually benefiting, uh, continuing with the thing. So I'm a pensioner and uh, I get a, a full uh, age pension and also I have a little bit from superannuation. But in the current uh, notification from HPF, 
uh, I have to pay $2,203.20, and the rebate the government will give uh, is $1,468.80. In the past 10 years, I've had uh, two, uh, I've had three pacemaker operations and uh, some stent operations. They've all come to $68,000. Yeah. Now, out of that $68,000, the HBF paid out, of course, from my membership. Uh, but the government got on one occasion fourteen thousand when I was sent to uh, to Charles Gardner because yep. they've got the equipment to pull out a t- the pacemaker. Right, they had to take one yes. out because okay. it had become infected. Now, um, the, as far as the uh, the government is concerned, on an average, they've given me in the past ten years nine thousand dollars towards this yep. rebate. Right. Yep. Now, on one occasion only, going to Sir Charles Gardner, I was given the option when I got there, do you want to be a private patient or a uh, or a, you know, a public patient? Yep. I said, no, I'd be a private. So therefore, they got $14,000 from HBF for me. And, you know, and fair yes. enough. Yep. Right? Now, what, one point I've got to make is, how many other people are there like me when, yes. of course, people are not, uh, governments, state governments are not sort of saying, yeah, we do get some money back from uh, yep. private patients who want to use the public system. Right now, and when you compare that, uh, I've we've given them back fourteen thousand on one occasion, and for ten years they've given nine thousand yeah. dollars in rebates. It's cheaper for them to continue and not put pressure on for me to suddenly find another one thousand four hundred sixty-eight dollars mm. if they say no more rebates. Right? Yep. Uh, it's cost them sixty-eight thousand, and I'm grateful for having you know, being kept alive. Uh, because of the pacemakers and stents, right? And uh, the government is really not paying that much out. Uh, And, yeah, I wonder how many other people are in the same position. James, it's a very good point you made. Thank you very much indeed. one 720 Let's go to speak to Peter. Good morning. Good morning, James. I was just listening to that young lass on the radio. And good to see the younger generation becoming a little more politically aware. It seemed to have dropped off for a while. Yes. I... I think uh, she's a little bit off course. She needs to think it through a little bit more regarding the uh, money and it being an accumulated debt. For a start, one would imagine there are children associated with his family, so they indirectly benefit anyway. But if she's really worried about injustice and things, I notice she goes to a private school which receives two-thirds of the funding from the fe- or two-thirds of the federal government education budget is spent on one-third of the students. Now, if she really wants to sort that inequity out, perhaps she should address that. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. No worries. <laughs> I don't know if she's listening. I think she's gone back to her class. By guess who gets the two-thirds? Uh, the private school system. You're right. Okay. And she's at a private school system, so I think there's a bit of self-interest there. Thank you for that. just want to read a couple of texts uh, before we uh, take a couple more calls. Uh, yes, we are going to be in debt from stimulus packages, all of which will pale into total and utter significance in comparison to the debt of dealing with climate change, Clive in Frio says. Uh, Paul says, Sonia will make a good Liberal poly. She has all the liberal rhetoric down pat. And uh, are her parents members of a certain right-wing political party from Adam in Two Rocks? Uh, and another comment says, cost a lot more if there are no private schools. And uh, let's uh, do one more before we move on. Uh, Adrian, morning. Good morning, Mr. Lush. The little girl, oh, she is a credit to her education system. She has at least got the perception that we have an interrelationship in society and are responsible intergenerationally for our well-being. But there's also another factor that with this money, we've already seen that the socks and jocks uh, give away. Well, that didn't do much good because Chesty Bond's now heading to China, so that's our underwear disappearing over the horizon. And this money is not going to do much good. 
if we are looking at uh, sorting things out, it's not just a future generation that have got problems, but it's a, about a generation of a decade out. Mm -hmm. We have at least been warned that there will be at least a 12-month waiting period to get people into nursing homes. There is a major mm -hmm. problem. They are capital intensive and you need staff. And it's not just a matter of redoing up an old hotel or as we've got in England, we actually have to take your own bed. They're not medically uh, designed and I know one dear lady in this city whose mother has fallen out of bed yeah. rather grievously. We need to address it. If we are going to spend money it must be on infrastructure that benefits not just the future generations but the generation that is coming on. We have seen it with the baby boomers. We needed schools, we needed high schools and universities. We are going to have a major need in the near future for nursing homes and nothing seems to be done if we don't start spending money seriously on things that we need instead of talking about football ovals and God knows what else. We've had a few people coming illegally into Australia on a boat. That's yep. created a major problem for our hospital system. People's uh, sure. elective surgery has to be pushed back. We had a fleet of ambulances tied up. God knows what happens if we'd have needed one yep. while they're bringing these. We need to look quite seriously at delivery of proper services. And if we want to stimulate the economy, the building industry is one of the yep. major motors of the economy. Building hospitals and putting money into building new and yep. modern nursing homes is the way to go. Not okay. spending money on underwear that disappears over the horizon towards China. Adrian, thank you very much indeed. At 24 minutes past 10 here on the morning show, it's James Lake.